thing with Brexit and the thing with Boaty McBoatface mm. and the thing with a unicorn being the creature of Scotland <laughs> and is generally speaking, people are cunts and what <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, it's funny. I get it. I'm a cunt too. But still, sometimes it's not funny. And that's mm. Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Rage Against the Machine going number one so Pop Idol couldn't get there or whatever. Yeah. It's cunty. Yeah. Because it's also not a good Christmas song. No. <laughs> oh, there's no such thing as a good Christmas song. There definitely is. I was... Th- what no- about that one that goes... Dun, 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 You know? And they're all singing about war. I don't actually like that one. It's just always on. thinking the other day, if... If there was a, a war against Christmas, yeah, and the non-Christmas people won, uh-huh. we should then rewrite all the Christmas songs so they still exist. Yeah. It's just you erase Christmas from them and just put in other lyrics. Sort of, uh, I don't know. We should get Justin Hawkins to do them all. He did a really good one, didn't he? Did he? No. You know Justin Hawkins from the Darkness. Oh, let the bells yeah. ring. Uh, ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah, Bell Ends. Bell ends uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it was just to see Bell Ends on top of the pops, wasn't? It? I mean, probably. Don't let it? the bells end. I mean, you know, that was not, I don't know. I mean, he did back in the day saying "Get your hands off my woman," and it's a great song. <sighs> but you know, he's the Mike Flowers pop <laughs> of rock and roll. It's mean. <laughs> oh. oh, it's definitely worse out then. Well, I'm sure there's worse out there than Mike Flowers' part. I'm just. Mm. I get a song in my head. I either do like weird spoken word versions of songs. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. That's why I'm concerned about my dash cam. If it records sound, uh-huh. then I need to get rid of it. Because <laughs> I don't want the dash cam picking up all the time. I just talk to myself. Why don't you get another dash cam, point it at your face? And then edit together. Put it on Twitch or something. Well, you know, remember when uh, <laughs> Rob Brydon created that sitcom and it was just him sitting in a car talking? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was called... I can't remember what it was called. It, was called, it had two people's names and those two people were never in it. But there was a special. And in the special, they were played by Steve Coogan and Julia Davis. And basically, it's a man who... Drives around in his car, and his wife has left him for another man. And it's a sitcom. And it's just, I'm sure in season two he becomes a chauffeur, but it's still the same thing. What was that called? Marion and Jeff. I kept thinking Gavin and Stacey because he's in that too, but it's not that. Never watched that, you know. Um, you didn't watch the Christmas special that everyone loved and said, we want more, and then everyone went, cool, that only took ten years. We'll see how long the next one takes. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking of ideas... Yeah. I had an idea for a film last night. It's one of those, like like big, you know, age change sort of thing. And you've had like, was it 13 going on 30? Yeah, yeah. 30 that. going on 300. Okay. Some sort of gypsy curse thing. Uh-huh. And then the kid wakes up. Uh-huh. And he's in Sparta. <laughs> and yeah. But he's an adult. And he has to, like, I don't know, hilarity and So change. you could, basically, you could, you could do the beginning of... Big. Like, literally, you could just play the beginning of Big. Yeah. And then when it, he says, I want to be big, over the top of the word big, you go, 300. And then <laughs> when he wakes up the next day, you literally cut to, 
after the sex scene in 300 and then he's just <laughs> Gerard Butler for the rest of the film. Yeah, maybe i just reshoot it. He's got, he's got to at least like gladiators or something. Maybe have the kid from um, like the, airplane, <laughs> the airplane scene. You like gladiator films about gladiators? Then he falls asleep in the plane and when he wakes up, he's a gladiator <laughs> or mm. something. Uh, Do you know, I did not know. I mean, I know what that scene's about in that airplane. Yeah. But I didn't know that initially in the script, <laughs> it literally says, have you ever masturbated an erect penis? Yeah. <laughs> really? Literally. Well. And they went, that might be too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, calmer heads prevailed there. Well done. It's, uh, that is... I can't remember what film, uh, podcast I was listening to about airplane, but yeah. That they dumped a lot of. Should definitely have won an Oscar for scripted. <laughs> Just it, that fact. It definitely had a lot more. Basically, it was going to be an eighteen. Definitely yeah. how it was going, and then they started paring it down and paring it down. Now there is still that woman still runs through with her boobs out, right? For no reason at one point when there's an emergency. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's only a PG. Well, there's so also well done. is it the first one or second one where I think it's the first one where they're going through security. Uh huh. And the scanner thing they're going through does show women topless as they're walking through the scanner. <laughs> like, just guys are walking through and they've still got, like, shirts and stuff on. And every time a woman walks through, even, like, nuns, I think, at one point, <laughs> it is just, obviously, a video playing of women with their tits out. <laughs> so that's that's in there. It's problematic, isn't it? It's funny, though. You know what's not problematic? <laughs> what? Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. <laughs> yeah, we did watch some of that. I finished that. I did. I can't remember watching it. I'll tell you what I did watch, though. I watched mm-hmm. the first two episodes of Picard. Yes. Very good. Yes. Not even in space yet. I know. Ugh. What's with spoilers? Yeah. Uh, Why can't I tell the Treadaways apart? The uh, who's got his hand around. Spoilers all over for Picard at the minute. At the end of episode one. You know, it's how it ended. When you realise... Oh, yeah. And then the dudes are like, all right. Oh, yeah. Aye. Yeah. And then in episode... T- yeah. But that wasn't the beginning of it. The point of this story is, he's one of the Treadaways. Yeah. And there are two Treadaways. There's Luke Treadaway and the other one. Yeah. I think he's the other one. Let's call him Jeff. They are identical twins. And they are both actors. And... Every time I watch something on TV, one of them seems to be in it. And whatever one I think it is, it's always the other one. When the other one show up and it turns out he's like a Romulan um I mean, this, is the, this is the perfect time, right? Because he's not in uh, Penny Dreadful anymore. and he's But he is, I think, the other one's in... Uh, what's that Brendan Gleeson cop drama? Jesus. <laughs> that's based on Stephen King. <clears throat> yeah, it's on like season three. Mr. Mercedes, that's what it's called. Never heard of that. And it's about a serial killer and a drunken old Boston cop has to solve it because no one believes mm-hmm. anything's going on. Mm-hmm. I watched season one; it was enjoyable. But the thing it was, it was made to be a like a mini series, like a yeah. standalone mini series, and it was so popular they did a season two. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going into the bit where you just start making stuff up. You did yeah. the book already. What more do you want? That same group of books. There's a character in that who's now in that. Outsider TV show that's on. I don't know what that is it's a, I think 
shockingly getting better numbers now than Watchmen. It's the most popular mm-hmm. show on H- HBO. And it's uh, your favourite Australian actor. What's his name? Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Uh, fuck's that? You know, the Australian guy from Captain Marvel and like Rogue One. He's got the long white cape. He walks on the water. No. You do? I can't remember. Okay, what about the green dude from Captain Marvel? If you've had a stroke, this is yeah, going to upset me. I've had a stroke, I think. I can't remember that. Ben Mendelsohn. He's like the main character in it. He's like the scroll. He's like... Oh, okay. Well, he's hard. It didn't rain nice him with all the bloody scroll makeup on. It's not yeah, like but he's... you see him human because he literally mm. just yeah. Because the guy who runs oh, the FBI is yeah. him without makeup. Okay, on. yeah, okay. <laughs> I've got. He's alright. He's, yeah. he's your favourite, obviously, because <sighs> he's great and everything. Anyway, he's the lead in this, um, and it's a yeah. You know, I don't know if it's a dead girl or a missing girl. I think it's a dead girl, yeah. and. Um, they arrest uh, Teen Wolf 2's Jason Bateman for the murder. Mm. But all the evidence... No, I think it's... They know he did it, but at the exact same time, there's CCTV footage of him being somewhere else with a big group of people proving he couldn't have done it. Why are we not talking about anything? I don't know. But, uh, um, 11 minutes I in. think uh, Jason <clears throat> Bateman's name will come up again during this. Jason Bateman's name will come up? Yes find this unlikely it's from an observation i've made it's nothing to do with the actual season but anyway i'm richard i'm gareth and we're back with another pilot this week we're looking yep. at mockingbird lane by brian fuller we all love brian fuller and i'm saying that just so richard can blankly look at me yeah <laughs> even though brian fuller yeah the star trek nerd who created um dead like me one of my favorite shows back in the day Pushing Daisies, where Ronan the Accuser makes lovely cakes for Anna Friel. Okay. And anything he touches dies. Mm. Yeah. That's not great. If you touch something, it dies. If you touch something dead, it comes back to life. If you touch it again, it dies again forever. Do his cakes get mouldy, though? No, his cakes are the best, you see, because what he does is he only uses dead fruit. And it becomes the ripest, best fruit in the world. Oh, okay. So people love his cakes. But he's still living with a problem, which is when he was a kid, he kissed his girlfriend and she died. Mm. Can he just bring her back then? Yes, but now he can never touch her. That's right. At least she's alive. God, you strange asexual man. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than nothing. What if she touches him? Well, we'll never know, because as always with Brian Fuller, it was cancelled. Oh, I mean, it made it to two seasons. Once Paul oh, Rubens turned up, they cancelled it. No. Uh, season one of uh, Dead Like Me, that's all there was. One season of Wonder Falls, that was good. Um, and then, if they d- if they don't cancel it, he gets angry and he quits. <laughs> well. So, yeah. um, he did make all three seasons of Hannibal. Mm. And that was good, right? I never watched that either. But he made season one of American Gods. Watched half and then they were like we. he was like I need more money and they were like we don't have any money he was like fuck you and he walked away <laughs> he made uh, like three or four episodes he's definitely down as creator of every episode of Star Trek Discovery oh, okay and then walked <laughs> of course he did and he has nothing yeah. upcoming at the moment yeah. he is a man of his uh, convictions yeah no. 
But, well, I should um, revisit this because I'll tell you what I think. Just this doesn't matter for what we're about to talk about, but I just think this would have worked better as a movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably. I mean, it's only thirty-eight minutes. You could probably find another hour. Yeah, a TV movie or something. Oh. Um, yeah. Let me go to Wikipedia because I didn't cut and paste anything. Oh. I know, right? But I know it's on here. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I can tell you dates and things if you want to get that part out. Hold on, because I've got it already. Have you got that? Um, okay. So let's have a look. So Mockingbird Lane is a 2012 television special. That's what it's classed as. Yeah. Developed as a reimagining of the 1960s CBS sitcom The Monsters. It was de- developed by uh, uh, Brian Fuller for NBC. The pilot episode on October 26, 2012 as a Halloween special with an option for series. Uh, it was viewed by 5.47 million Americans. That's not good, is it? No. And gained a 1.5 out of 5 ratings share for adults age 19, uh, 18 to 49 in the Nielsen ratings. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that means, but it's also very low. Yes, yeah, so it doesn't sound good. Mm. I don't need to read the plot. We know there's not really much else going on. No. Um, we'll mention the cast as we go along. Though, this is interesting. I don't know who wrote this, though, obviously, because it's Wikipedia. Charity Wakefield as Marilyn Munster. Lily's niece is a normal human with a dark secret. She's considered the oddball of the family because she looks and acts normal. Her mother tried to eat her, but Grandpa talked her out of it. See, here's the thing I get about Marilyn mm-hmm. that you get fairly early on is that okay, the other ones have got their quirks. They're all can they got weird things. She's uh-huh. supposed to be the normal one, and yet I think other than Grandpa, who does just go on about killing people all the time, yeah, she does have the darkest thoughts out of everybody else in that family. Yeah, <laughs> she is. I think her, if it went to series, her thing is that she would just be a serial killer, I think. Probably, yeah. And that's pretty cool. Here's something as well. I think he says it as a joke, but I'm not sure. Uh, Grandpa, brackets, it then says his name, Sam Dracula. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's why he was handing out his initial so he was handing out D's to everyone well I assumed he was Dracula I mean you know I watched Vampire Hunter D I guess the uh, the twist yeah, before the still, end but, but Sam yeah <laughs> Sam Dracula it's a great name Samantha Dracula <laughs> twist oh. here's the thing before we get going on this yeah. in the monsters yes yes Herman was uh, uh, a Frankenstein for want of a better term yes right because he's more I suppose a Dracula in that grandpa made him. Yeah. But, right? So he's like a Frankenstein. Right? Yeah. Lily is a... Was she a vampire? She didn't really do anything, right? She just looked weird. Then she made that, like, the spiders... Would overdread. Um, yeah, the spiders... Like just a witch or something, maybe? Or I don't know. I really don't know what she was supposed to be. Eddie did look like a little wolf boy. But he... Was he a werewolf in that series? No, he just had pointy ears. Yeah. And he had those, you know those clothes that evil boys wear in horror films? Yes. Like short shorts and like a sailor's top. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think maybe she's supposed to be like a like a succubus or something. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And then Grandpa was just that guy from Gremlins too. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So I don't know. They, I mean, this is a reimagining, but it's quite the reimagining, really. It's, yeah, because I wasn't sure. <laughs> we'll get it as we talk on, but yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting with this, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was this what we watched. <laughs> but um, is it because it's more violent than you would expect? <laughs> well, it's yeah, also, I mean, it's darker, but yeah. it's also. Yeah, more violent I mean, at the we, same time. We start off kind of watching kids being killed. Also, we told, we're told later on they're fine. No, they all, they all survive. Um, I mean, that's yeah. like that amazing sound. There's that visual that is incredible of a kid in a be- uh, in a uh, sleeping bag being thrown into a tree yeah. and all the down explodes out of it. Yeah. But then when he lands, lands he just goes, ow. <laughs> well, it was quite a thick... Um, Sleeping bag. Well, I think they went out of their way to show how thick it was because yeah. he couldn't even get out of it. No. But uh, so anyway, yeah, that's how it starts. Yeah, with uh, the classic theme tune, a little bit of extra orchestra on it. Yeah, and some kids are sitting around the campfire wondering where all the food's gone, and then <clears throat> the overweight kid is accused, accused, yeah. um, for eating Captain Crunch. Uh. The boy doing it is suddenly snatched up by a baby well, like, bear. They kind of go, wow, this is starting off with some really weird bullying. Yeah, some strange but fat shaming. But that kid did have photographic evidence, so... He did have photographic yeah. evidence, and the kid did have, like, shit falling out of his pockets. Yeah. But... <laughs> don't fat shame people. No. no. This is coming from two fat people. We should, we should know. <sighs> Even though no one fat shames me, I fat shame myself. Yeah, and we're definitely never in the scouts. Yeah. Oh, if you're wondering about that chair sitting in the hall, uh, it collapsed under my own body weight. So oh. that feels good. Oh, well, you're speaking to a man who last year, I think it was three toilet seats I broke at work just by sitting on them. So yeah, they were cheap, though. Cheap. Must have been. Well, they were telling me they were expensive, like over 100 quid each. And I was like, no, wait for. No way you're paying over 100 quid for a toilet seat. Oh, no, we, we pay 250 for our toilet seats. Oof. They're imported from Italy. We don't want to do this. No. They bought very specific toilet uh, bases and only one toilet seat fits them. That's how they get you. Don't do that. No. Also, don't stand on a porcelain toilet seat to paint above a roof. Mm. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. Well, especially when you're a big boy. Fair <laughs> <laughs> oh. You'll learn the hard way because then it's really hard to also mm. change those seats because you can't reach underneath them. Uh, so you have to put these the special screws in that expand as you turn them on. All right, yeah. Pain in the ass. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Yes. Because that's definitely not important. Um, <laughs> Someone out there learned something. Sorry. The scout leader's attacked. Yeah. Uh, bear stalks from tent to tent. Uh, he bats a child in, uh, in a sleeping bag into a tree that explodes impressively. The large kid literally dripping food, uh, hiding up a tree till he's attacked. And also, I suppose more importantly, that was not a bear. No. <laughs> well, I always thought for a second they were setting up it was going to be like a werebear rather than a werewolf. Yeah. But no. Wolf it is. Straight. And so, I mean, the effects aren't that bad. So that one, you know, with the silhouettes against the moon? Yeah. That was pretty bad. 
No, but you got to take into account the budget, dude. This is yeah. a pilot, so they had to make everything from scratch. I suppose. You know what I mean? Just building a house would have cost a fortune. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? I mean, Lost was the most expensive pilot of all time, and that was, quote-unquote, only $10 million. Yeah. This, so, this was not anywhere near that. No, but, you know, like an episode of The Flash. That doesn't look expensive, right? Mm. But that's $4 million. Mm. But everything's already built. Yeah. So this is, yeah. So you'd like to think this is six. You know, it's still it's still good. Fair enough. It's more money we'll ever see. And they made this with it. <sighs> Could, enough yeah. to make you cry, really, yeah. isn't it, when you think about it? I wonder how much that Coneheads pilot took. Oh, fuck. It was animated and everything. It's, it's going to be cheaper, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the 80s. Yeah. Inflation and all. Mibs. Uh, next morning after a night in the van, they find Eddie Munster alive, naked and well in the undergrowth. Yep. Um... Uh, see, that's where I was confused, because I did not think he was a werewolf. <laughs> well, I did at that time. Well, I, by that point, I was like, oh, well, they're... Well, I thought, well, it's a reimagining, so maybe, yeah, it's yeah. fine. They can they can mix things up. It's all good. Yeah. But, yeah, I was... Yeah. So Marilyn is looking for a new house. After being shown a lovely, sunny place, she sees the property across the way, 1313 Mockingbird Lane, a place where a serial killer used to poison the hobos. Yeah. And she says, lovely. Because yeah, um, the real estate guy says to her, probably my favourite line from the, or favourite section yeah. from this entire episode, is he goes, well, you don't want to look at that house. There's probably homeless people in the walls. And she just goes, well, then they found a home after all. <laughs> and you're like, okay, she, she's the serial killer. Yeah, I'm not convinced <laughs> that she's going to turn out to be a serial killer. As we should. Because... Oh. Yeah. Well, they're not making any more, are they? No. They should. I, eh, I don't know. I think they should do specials. Like it's how, like... You just do a Halloween thing every year. Yeah. Well, not anymore, because that was seven years ago. But yeah. Eight years ago. Because I think I can, I can see why this wasn't picked up. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of disappointed. I mean, I think as a series went on, it would, would not get any better, I don't think. No, but, but I, re- I reckon you could do eight episodes, right? Yeah. Like an eight episodes maxi kind of series yeah. and get somewhere and I think that'd be quite sweet mm. you know yeah. um <laughs> oh the intro of Herman with the uh, lampshade behind him so you see bolts coming oh, yeah. out of his head that's kind of cool that's, that was good uh and here's well here's as I said um where Jason Bateman was going to come into this okay and this is probably quite cruel, but I see Jerry O'Connell yeah. playing Herman. I think you could describe him as a bargain basement Jason Bateman, right? No, I mean no offense to Jason Bateman because I like both of these people, but I would say Jerry O'Connell has had a better career in visible films than Jason Bateman. Has he? Yeah, name. Three Jason Bateman films. Well, I can't name three Jerry Connell ones. Well, but I've just Jerry Maguire, oh, big movie. Yeah, he's Kush. He's the main football star. Mm. Stand by me. He's the fat kid. You know what I mean, yeah. what's Jason <clears throat> Bateman done? Team Wolf Two that I mention every week. Yeah. He's the commentator in Dodgeball. <laughs> he's covered in tattoos. Yeah. Uh, 
And then in later life, he did have that sort of second coming of like terrible comedies that I can't remember. Mm. Well, I just always looked at him as just being slightly better at acting and things. Oh, he's so. better at acting, yeah, maybe. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm. But I wouldn't put him as a Herman yeah. Munster. He's always such a. Yeah. You know, he's an accountant. He's not a monster. <laughs> One thing Drew Connell's got over uh, Jason Bateman. Um, he's been in a Police Academy movie. Which one's he in? He was Kidder Beach in Police Academy 5. Uh, what year was Police Academy 5? 86? No. Uh, I really hope it's 85. I feel yeah. like Stand By Me would have been 86, roughly. Because it's Corey Feldman, right? Yeah. Will Wheaton. Let's have a quick... And if he's doing cameos in Police Academy films after Stand By Me. I mean, Jerry O'Connell was in Sliders, for fuck's sake. We can't... (laughs) Can't be going doing cameos in Police Academy movies. 1988. Okay, that was definitely after Stand By Me, right? Yeah. Mm. Or am I wrong? Now we need to check it. Oh, Gareth, we need the we need the eighty six. Yeah, so two years after Stand by Me, he's doing cameos and <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. That's upsetting. Yeah, also thing about Jerry Connell. Apparently, he voices Superman in pretty much everything. Yeah, so. and he's always on Doug Love's movies. Yeah. That's why I like him. Fair enough. I like Doug Love's movies. I love movies. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah. Anyway, back to. Oh yeah. Herman. So where are we at? So um, he's lying to Eddie, saying that uh, about the baby bear attacks, because uh, he doesn't want Eddie to feel bad. Yeah. Uh, they find the secret passage under the stairs, still there from the the thing. Yeah. Wasn't that just there in the sixties, so the fire could come out and you could say there was a dragon in the basement? Oh, yeah, because I was dragging. Yeah, because I was really sure that at the end of the episode, but I forgot that was actually a thing in the original series. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was the pet that lived under the stairs. Yeah. No. (laughs) This bit got a bit vague because I don't know. Marilyn walks into the parlour? There's there's nothing in it other than a tree that's come through the roof. Um, And there's some crows in there. And Matt Marilyn whistles to them like she's Snow White. Did she? I don't remember that at all. Well, it happens in that. It's, very, it's only like a... Hmm. She literally whistle, whistles the monster's theme to some crows. Okay. Yeah, I think I've anyway. definitely had a stroke. So yeah. two movers are unloading uh, boxes into the driveway. Yeah. As they unload the second box, it breaks... And a wave of rats come out. I'm sure one of them says, excuse me. On <laughs> the rats? Yeah. Okay. The one that's standing up seems to be like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I didn't hear that. But that might not have happened. I watched it a few mm-hmm. times and I'm sure there is an ADR Eddie Izzard line of excuse me. <laughs> nice. Oh. Um, the driver tries to just get out of there without the other guy. Yeah. The rats become Eddie Izzard, uh, who looks like someone. 
Yeah. Oh, who looks like uh, Eddie Izzard in yeah. old age ma- makeup, but with black talon nails. Yeah, it's very, very bumpy makeup they've given them. It's yeah. a very twisted face, which is pretty cool. <laughs> twisted fire it's, starter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good look, though. Twisted like the Joker yeah. himself. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, the other one got smoke coming out of it. Yep. And... Uh, um, oh, yeah. b- but before that, because obviously there's another impressive thing, because because uh, before that, doesn't Marilyn appear with the robe? And she's oh, like, yeah, cover yourself it... up, you're naked in the driveway. Yeah, that's true. Um, what are the neighbours thinking? Because he goes, they should be more worried about what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And yeah, Lily appears as like fog. Yeah. And then hundreds of spiders come, come down, down and just... Weaver a dress. Uh, out of cobwebs. Which must be a fucker to take off, honestly. Just probably just cut it open and fall I hope out of so. It. Otherwise, you know, you get cobwebs in your flume. Somebody likes that. It's maybe your thing. Mm. Well, I want silk or something, technically, probably. They're going to hint at. I mean, in, in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to only be the best enchanted spiders, so they're going to make yeah, but the proper stuff. spiders. They just seem to be there already. I don't think they're hers. But they're magic. They're not magic. They're just spiders. They're magic to me. She just called them <laughs> down. <laughs> just like Marilyn can whistle the birds. She's like a spider whisperer. There you go. Well, that still makes them special. What, because they listen to people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried getting a spider to listen to you? I'm not a spider whisperer. Have you tried? No, I don't know who to talk to. You have to learn these things. You don't just know them instinctively. Yeah, it's all instinct. <laughs> this is why um, you're not Jimi Hendrix on guitar. Oh. I'm supposed to be able to pick it up and play it. <laughs> um, Herman welcomes Lily to a new home, i.e. they fuck. Yeah. She's stuck to the ceiling like Lionel Richie. <laughs> that was a powerful cum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something out of... Uh, Awful movie. Scary movie. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Herman's in the bed. We see for the first time he has a easy access luggage zipper around his heart. Yeah. So that, um, that was actually pretty cool, the effects on that. Just you can, yeah. His scars, where you can see how he's cobbled together and yeah. the whole zip thing. Like later on, when we see it opened up, mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And how often does your heart have to give out on you that you need a quick access yeah like pouch well other than that there'd be really no story in this episode if if it didn't give out apparently every two minutes yeah but you know it's also a very short episode I mean not of this this is the only one but generally speaking an hour long show is 42 minutes right and it's 38 yeah saying that they did really cut out as much chaff as they could it's all pretty good stuff yeah so uh eddie asks if he should be ashamed grandpa says the only monster who should be ashamed is marilyn <laughs> even though she'll carry it off beautifully yeah. <laughs> uh eddie doesn't want to talk about puberty at the breakfast table so grandpa says that we'll talk later herman says pointing to eddie and himself we'll talk about it later Grandpa putting his hand on Eddie's shoulder. We'll talk about this later. And then the classic, Marilyn, what are we talking about now? And uh, Eddie's, what are we talking about now? Yeah. So I thought, 
that's about there's been sort of little laughs like that. Mm. But I really was expecting going into this because it's from the monsters. Yeah. Where there'd be kind of more jokes. But not <coughs> these kind of jokes. Yeah. I think going in I was expecting something awful like a Big Bang Theory monsters. Oh, so at that this does po- sound so awful. at this point I'm not really finding that funny, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I was worried just about them doing a can a reboot of Monster Now. I did think it was going to be a whole. I mean, one good thing, like we haven't got a stupid laughter track or anything because there's no need for that. No. But that was my concern going in, not knowing what I was going to be watching. Okay, okay. I thought it was going to be more a sitcom like that, and not a sort of gritty reboot. Gritty is a strong word, but definitely <laughs> you know. Well, how many murders were there in the um, original Monsters? In the original, uh, 15 no. a week. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I must have seen edited versions on BBC Two. <laughs> they probably took the colour out as well. Oof. Um, so Eddie goes for the school bus. He knows he's being lied to. The Magnetic Fields play. What a wonderful band. Uh, Herman's heart goes poof. He Oof. falls into some stairs. Clap. Yep. Uh... Um, I like that Eddie's part of getting his dad back to life though by running up the stairs with a lightning conductor yeah, and sticking it on the roof and then, yeah. just, and then just hiding behind the chimney while lightning <laughs> strikes everything around about him. Yep, that's dangerous. But the lightning uh, flies down, restarts Herman's heart. Uh, he restarts with the apple sound, which is nice. Yes. Um, Very good. Herman now has a robot heart, but he gets Grandpa to put the old one back in. Yeah. And Grandpa wants him next time. It's a uh, robot heart or death. Yeah. So we'll get that later on in the episode. I didn't see the big deal about that changing out because he was kind of suggesting that... Can, he but he doesn't want to lose his heart because it was his own, that yeah. was his last part that was him. Yeah. Well, then, if that's the case, then, then it, his brain's not his then. So who... Is it somebody else's? Well, everything does someone else's. Yeah. But then, can you think from your head? So it's not him that's doing his thinking then. Hey, you could take someone's thoughts and put them into someone else's brain in a show like this. Okay. <laughs> well, I just think, I'm I'm trying to try to help Grandpa with the arguments for him for just getting a new heart. So, <laughs> I'm on Grandpa's side. Um, right. Yeah. Where are we at? <clears throat> oh, random cookies filled with blood. Yeah. So here's the thing. He can go out in the sun. He has a little umbrella. Which which seems to be shading everything else except any part of him most of the time. Because, <laughs> like, can face yeah, Gary Oldman could experience. go out in the sun too as Dracula. But there was no, like, did he get smoke or something coming off him or catch fire? No. You just don't have powers in the sunlight. Mm. Fair enough. And he's the OG, so yeah. we should, he should know. Well, see, they are doing the whole you've got to be invited in thing. Yes, this, pretty that's pretty special, right? Yeah. Where he's like, "You can come around any time, or come in any time." He's like, yeah. "Could you rephrase that as a question, yeah. <laughs> as a statement?" <laughs> uh, yeah, so they go visit their neighbours. Um, yep, uh, who described them as the hobo murder house? Yes, hobo murder house in here. Uh, got him. Uh, the wife in a scooter who definitely played the same character in Pushing Daisies. All right, and possibly in Wonderful. Uh, Wonderfuls too. 
Well, she was um, <coughs> Marie, played by Beth Grant. Yep. 230 credits, including City Slickers 2. Donnie Darko. Um, Donnie Darko, Speed, No Country for Old Man, um, and something called Herpes Boy, which she was also a producer of. Hey. So there you go. Um, <coughs> and Neighbor Tim, played by John Kassir. Yep. Um, 224 credits, but the only one I wrote down is probably the most important one. He was the voice of the Crypt Keeper. Nice. So I was like, eh, makes sense that he's in this. <laughs> well, I suppose, in a weird sort of twisted logic, it makes sense, but yeah. Um, yeah, so Tim uh, eats a cookie and lets them in. Yeah. Though only after um, uh, Grandpa literally clicks his fingers and you see his pupils dilate <laughs> and so that they can have a conversation in front of him while he ignores them. Yeah. Uh, I called that his thrall. Look at that. Well oh, done, me. Yeah, that's a good word. That is, uh, yes. Um. Oh yeah, talks yeah. to Marilyn about uh, he, how he really wants Marilyn to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just over and over again. Oh. <laughs> but I still think she. If this did go to series. She is definitely going to turn out to be the scariest of the monsters. Yes. Because oh. that'll be the metaphor, right? Yeah. Like the most human are the biggest monsters. Yeah. Just yeah. look at Fred West. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happened with him? He got a part on the wire. Oh. <laughs> if only he'd stayed, if he'd been alive long enough to write a book. Not that he could write, but he could have dictated it to someone. Mm. I'd have read it. I believe it was Charlie Brooker who said, people love Fred West, he could have been a fucking game show host. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If he hadn't hugged himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fred West could be the Nigel Farage of 2020, if Jesus. he hadn't hung himself. I think if I was to choose someone out of those two to hang out with... <laughs> It'd definitely be Fred West. Hang out with Fred West, hang Nigel Farage. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Hang out or hang. Oh, hang Farage with Fred West. Because he'll know how to tie the knots from indefinitely. Oh, all right. I thought you meant with, like, use him as the weight. Because um, he's definitely heavier. He seems yeah. like a big boy. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it could be, you know, like that uh, Sherlock <coughs> Holmes where there's poison in one of the pills and there's two pills. And you have to pick one. And if you pick the right one, you survive. Right? Yeah. And then the bad guy takes it too. Yeah. What if you did that, but with a noose, but it's around both necks? And the person who's heaviest, theoretically, their neck won't break. They'll just land on their feet. Okay, and pull the other one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, then Farage's dead. <laughs> just like, he, he looks flimsy. Uh, kick him out easily. Yeah, he's got very thin bones because of all the nicotine. A hideous man. Imagine that. We're having a conversation about Fred West and Nigel Farage, and the one that I've described <laughs> as a hideous man is Farage. Yeah. He does seem like a worse person. <laughs> he really does. It's crazy. Because I think Fred West was more like a victim of circumstance and like his upbringing and again. He was always going to end up being some sort of serial killer. <laughs> Whereas, it's definitely more choice with him. Choice and money. Yeah. Uh, if you do anything for money, you're a bit of a cunt in my eyes. That's what I say. 
What about you, Gav? You go to work 40 hours a week. I earn that money. It's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Poor Fred. Oh. <laughs> Poor Fred. No, I, I do not stand for that statement. <laughs> the statements I have made here do not represent my actual thoughts on stuff. And they definitely do not uh, oh. reflect my views or the views of APPC, a multimedia yeah. corporation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay, um, so, oh yeah. so yeah we're, we're still on that scene because it's yeah. got the uh, it's got the wonderful Timothy your, your house is a palace your wife is interesting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so I think, I think going down, if this went a series mm-hmm. that would definitely be the thing of the wife would figure out all the shit that was going on and then by the end of it they'd have to kill her <laughs> I think yeah yeah or no Either, she, no she doesn't get killed no no she doesn't get killed Tim has a heart attack yeah she's fine and Tim doesn't die no so yeah I think that would have been the thing she'd have figured out that they were all weird and killing people and then they'd have to kill her well I don't know because she's never I don't feel like she's ever a main character she's just a friend of Brian Fuller so she's sort of like that character from his universe that appears in all his stuff. So I don't think she'd have been back. But if it, no, I don't know if it'd been picked up. Because the neighbours, they've got to show up a lot. Well, they don't, do they? How often do you see your fucking neighbours? Well, no, actually, but, you probably but, see yours all no, the time. In, looking out the window, writing down what time they're still partying to. No, but in like sitcoms and stuff. Back, taking a broom and pointing it out of the window and banging it against their no. window. <laughs> I just charge at the house and shout at them. That's what I did. Um... No, but like, what's his face? The neighbour in like, um, tool time thing, home improvements. Wilson. Yeah, so he was in like every episode. Yeah, I think no, the neighbour was part of it. Yeah. But I don't think their neighbours would be part of it. No, you can't kill think, your neighbours and still no, live in the same house. I'm not saying kill them, but I'm saying they would, they would show up a lot. It's not bewitched. But it could, why couldn't it be? Because it's been have, happening for 50 years. Crossover, have them, them turn up as well. Oh, I've seen that Bewitched movie with Nicole Kidman. It's awful. Don't worry about it. No, but if you reboot it and... That is a reboot. Expanded universe. 20 years ago, but it's still a reboot. Expanded Monsters universe where again, have I Dream a Genie show up as well. I mean, I don't even know if they're on the same channel. But, but Disney will buy the rights to them all. So. <laughs> oh, Adam's Family versus Monsters. Actually, I mean, that's never going to happen. They actually fight. <laughs> To the death. AVM. I will do a. Like they did with banana splits, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of battle royal. The monsters and Adam's family up on an island. It's also a parody of X Men versus Avengers from last year. The comic book. You can have like Wednesday and Eddie fall in love or something. I mean, I don't think Wednesday's capable of love. Well, or not, but. Also, so, something goes on, but it, I yeah. mean, I don't know how old Wednesday's supposed to be, but I feel she's probably of age, and you, you know, actually, she, she probably like statutory rape. I think for that version, you could age them at the same him and her and Eddie at the same age. Okay, okay. Yeah. Keep one thing legal, not the yeah. murders. But. Yeah, well, you could have that, and that could be their <laughs> thing. They want to bring the families together, rather than. Some sort of Romeo and Juliet thing. Yeah, yeah. Kill themselves at the end. 
Why would perfect. They, well, they don't need to. That's not perfect, is it? <laughs> it's, you, for, it's for these. You've taken a series of cliches and added the <laughs> ultimate cliche at the end. So you're like, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. It's fine. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to watch it, though. If, and I, I've, I've got to make it and I'm not going to watch it. That's a problem. <laughs> oh, it's fine. <laughs> Gareth, the, cut all this out. They're never going to give us the money for that. Especially the bit about the, you know, Wednesday raping. <laughs> well, that, that, was, that was you. That, that was, was me. <laughs> cut that out, Gareth. <laughs> Leave this bit in, though. <laughs> back, back to Fred West. Um, <laughs> um, so Eddie goes to a scout meeting. Scoutmaster seems nice. Yeah. Point out Herman's neck scars as a necklace. Yeah, that was... A little dumb. Yeah. Herman introduces Grandpa. And when he goes to shake Grandpa's hand, Grandpa just says, I have a disease. (laughs) (laughs) I will be using that in the future. Indeed, so you should. Uh, scout leader and Herman's heartbeat at the same time as Lily uh, walks in and Grandpa gets an idea. Yeah. Do 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 The circle of life uh, is then shown by Grandpa and Marilyn in a. Don't they say later on that they were just in the forest, but they also seem to be in a bunker in the forest, which is weird. I remember this. Um, they're talking to Eddie. Uh, and they're talking about how grass grows. Oh yeah, okay, and yeah. deer eats the yeah, grass. Jesus, yeah. Okay. And then the deer. Um, and then the grass dies. <laughs> yeah. And then the lions eat deers, and the deer dies. And Eddie's like, "And what eats the lion?" And around just goes, "Grandpa." Grandpa. And this like monstrous giant bat flies down and just tears the lion apart. It is a good effect. Yeah. Yeah. Which we see a, a few times. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty special. Yeah. Uh, the best part of the scene is as the lion eats the deer and Marilyn talks to Eddie, uh, Grandpa is behind them and he's obviously on in real life a trolley and just slides, slides out. sideways out of the shot. That's <laughs> oh. like, nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eddie seems to sleep in the most confined coffin I've ever seen, which I do not like. <laughs> it's a child's coffin. There, yeah, but it he's slides a, into growing... the wall. Yeah. How do you get out to piss in the night? Piss in the coffin. It's fine. Not cool. Wait, it's wipes clean. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Eddie uh, says, "I think there's something wrong with Grandpa. He took off all his clothes and ate a lion." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but he's seen that. Well, they taught me about the circle of life and suicidal deer. <laughs> uh, it was kind of odd though, because <coughs> there were certain lines like that where it's like, well, you know what Grandpa is, and you've seen them eating things before. Well, no, that's what they're saying in this. Yeah, Grandpa started drinking again. That's like the plot. Yeah. He's back on the wagon, if you will. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he had stopped for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Though they, the lady obviously knows how to bring his dad back to life, so it's not like he didn't know they were yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. The circle of life is in terrible shape. Um, Lily points out that she too occasionally eats people, and Eddie says he's glad he's not like her. Yeah, because that, that's confusing, because then she can't be like a 
Wait, you're a succubus from Mush, she must be a vampire. No, no, as well. no. But we were talking about that. We were talking about old Lily, weren't we? That's what I thought we were talking about. No, even this one. Cause it's oh, no, I know she is a vampire. Is it all? Okay. She so, is Sam's daughter. Yeah. She is a vampire. Mm. But she doesn't like eating people. Mm. <laughs> but she, then, she does not like to exsanguinate people. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. That's just the whole house. I mean, there's no reason why Eddie would then be a werewolf. No. Of course not. But they're all a bit different, aren't they? It's like Dark Shadows. They're all different in that. She doesn't have... It's like the monsters, but not quite, because they're just all serial killers and weird. Apart from Cousin It. The fuck is he? And weren't there... Wasn't Flora and Fauna like... Like conjoined twins or something. So, yeah. Oh, I forgot they existed. Why do I know so much about these shows? And like, <laughs> I used to watch them quite a lot, but I couldn't, didn't know the the name was going to come yeah. out of my head like that. Um, Grandpa writes on an iPad with a quill. He probably gave Tim Cook like a million dollar idea when he saw that happening. <laughs> it's like yeah. a pen for writing on something that you can use your finger. Genius. <laughs> Uh, Herman asked Grandpa not to turn his neighbours into his blood slaves. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Tim has a heart attack. Grandpa yeah. is nonchalant. Maria's upset and gluten free. <laughs> Did you have the biscuits? I'm gluten free. No. <laughs> and Tim is alive at the end of all that. Is there gluten and blood? There definitely is in the cookies. She's more averse yeah. to the cookie than the blood. <laughs> she just thinks it's jam. Yeah, of course Ugh. she does. Who thinks it's blood? <laughs> Next time somebody offers me a cookie, I might know because of the... Well, considering you're uh, a vegan, you might want to acquire... Yeah. Oh, it's probably eggs and the bloody cookies, so I can't eat them anyway. Yeah, definitely. The blood, the blood is the least objectionable part. <laughs> oh. Um... The scout leader comes to dinner. Uh, Grandpa unsubtly finds out his wife had, uh, is, was barren and is dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a weird conversation. Right? You'd definitely not get that in the original one. So, so, uh, uh, I just um Steve, scout guy, played by Cheyenne. <coughs> I think you pronounced this. Mm. Cheyenne Jackson. Yeah. Cheyenne. Cheyenne. No, you got it right first time. Yeah. Uh, 55 credits including Glee, 30 Rock and he was Hooded Justice in Watchmen. Yeah, he was. So there you go. Because he's now one of the uh, Ryan Murphy boys. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I've had many brides all dead now but we keep in touch. There's only a bit I mean, that's a, we're about 30 minutes in uh-huh. no, maybe about 35 at this point yeah it's it's very close to the and end although it has been quite short I do feel probably from about mid 20 minutes it's started to drag a little it, it's quite plotless yeah so you know but I, it's still going somewhere so yeah but um, this is classic classic comedy bit really right where grandpa is uh, trying to tell him about taking his heart and giving it to Herman. Yeah. The scoutmaster, 
who I, I, I call Scape Master all my notes, even though it does end up being called Steve. But still, um, he thinks he wants him to marry Lily. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's the classic sitcom staple of being confused over something. Uh, Steve at the dinner is a surprise to all. Uh, food looks amazing. Brian Fuller always makes food look amazing. I never noticed. Well, he's just very good at it. He does it in Pushing Daisies. Yeah. He does it in Hannibal, where you go, this food looks amazing, and then you realise it's people mm. every week. Uh, Lily and Herman talk privately. Lily lights a candle by blowing it up. Up, <laughs> yeah. Well, how would you, because you can't blow it in. Because I think it was then after that, I thought, She's going to blow this candle again out at the end. She didn't like suck the flame in or something, but now she just blows it out. Yeah. But I was sitting there the whole time, kind of not really listening to what they were doing, just waiting for it to blow the candle out to see what happened. And I was like, oh, nothing. Oh. So Lily and Herman decide to tell Eddie, uh, I like the reoccurring plot point, no one really likes Marilyn. <laughs> you know, like yeah. um, there's the bit where he goes, uh, Herman goes I love how my heart loves you I love how it likes Eddie and to a lesser extent Marilyn <laughs> and to an even lesser extent Grandpa <laughs> so yeah I, I really I'm with you I'd really like to see Marilyn become a serial killer yeah. and them having to I don't know make her a Hannibal in the basement or something <laughs> yeah just she's got to go proper nuts and yeah. Yeah. I mean, they never even said what was wrong with her mum, who tried to eat her. Yeah. And Grandpa put, tells her not to. <laughs> no. um, Eddie's become a vegetarian. Apparently. <laughs> when asked, since when? He says, since I last ate meat. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. A very good answer. Yeah. Uh, Eddie tells uh, Steve that Grandpa's going to eat him. Marilyn is super nonchalant. Yeah, it is a very <laughs> casual conversation <coughs> right in front of Steve. Yeah. <laughs> how, no, you're yeah, definitely getting it. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah. I can't uh, think of what it reminds me of. There's definitely some other sort of thing where a movie or something where the completely discussing just killing someone right in front of them and they're like well they know they seem to be discussing being killed but I can't think of what film it is there's probably a few honestly but I don't know I like how grandpa just sort of embarrassingly laughs and goes kids (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Herman and Lily get Steve out the house Herman chats with Eddie on the roof um oh Hold on. Getting phoned from work. Oh, no. Empty and there was no stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then luckily, Christina, the um, finance thing, quickly jumped in with an email going, it's not Richard's fault there's no stock, because he tried to order, but then I told him to reorder because it was over budget, and I gave him a tiny budget, and that's why there's no stock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's now giving me carte blanche to go and order whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But he also asked for an LSOP, Local Standard Operating Procedure, uh-huh. by Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, well, what does one of them look like? I don't know. So there was a list of things that he wanted. So I sat and wrote down all the stuff that I could order for the shop. 
uh-huh. prices, how much that broke down to each one, how much we'd sell it for, how much we would get back, the difference, and all that sort of shit. I don't know if that's an LSOP or not, but I just basically sent them a lot of documents I made up over the last couple of days and went, here's kind of all your questions answered. This is not probably, this is the most amateurish LSOP you've probably ever seen. Probably either too much information, not enough, or the completely wrong information that you didn't actually need. So get back to me and tell me what I've, what you actually want. If he's not willing to give you a format to work in, I say that's his fault as yeah. a manager. So I'll give him all that stuff anyway. And yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But I've also done put in a shit ton huge order um, today, which we should get by Tuesday. I never got the frosty text, ever. Uh, let's see if I've got a thing saying... <laughs> Still got the little blue bar at the top. Can I just? Yeah, I want to delete that one. Just double tap and kick it away and reboot it. Okay. No, I double tapped it and it's asked me if I want to say ha ha thumbs up thumbs down question no, mark. Like don't you don't you slide it from the right or something? If you, you hold just, it and just whoop, you go whoop, and it'll give you like a yeah, it gives you like a little. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like it when they update iOS and they change shit. Yeah. Hey, how do you get that funny emoji things? What emoji thing? The emoji or whatever you call them. I mean, I, I press the button with all the faces on it. I don't have that. Of course you do. It's right there, look. In all your apps, there's a picture with a load of faces on it. Oh, yeah. And you press on that, and then oh, you can a- add one. You see? There's a little add button, and you can add it and make it look like what anything you want, including yourself. Which is what I do. Oh, yeah. So. It's definitely made me a hell of a lot better looking than I actually am. Chapow! These <laughs> <laughs> texts are working again, so that's fine. Uh, anyway. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, sorry, I need to see what you're... <laughs> no, nothing's working. What? Oh, I can't my phone won't even open now. What the fuck? <laughs> That's right, I said to you, a virus, it's killed you. Oh, your no. <coughs> oh, and now I have a disease. Ugh. Anyway. Um, um, where were we? <clears throat> where were we? It's a very good question. So, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Steve's oh, somewhere. Yeah. So Marilyn gets Steve out of the house, right? Uh, Lily chats with Grandpa. Marilyn rushes Steve to the front door where giant bat power is there screaming. Uh, The secret stairs open and in the most beautifully choreographed thing, because it's so obvious what's going to happen, she just backs him down the stairs and kills him. (laughs) Victim number one for Marilyn. I was going to say, really, if you think about it, the only person who has killed someone so far is Marilyn by the end of this show. Uh, Herman goes to talk uh, to the roof to talk to Eddie Eddie's told he's a werewolf doesn't take it well Herman's heart goes pop falls off the roof Uh, Eddie Izzard now looks like Eddie Izzard as he sucks all the blood out of Steve using the steampunk heart to like force it into his mouth (laughs) yeah that was pretty cool Um, and Herman has his new new heart yes Uh, Eddie is introduced to his new dog an invisible dragon that's 
good way to save on budget <laughs> is to make the you know, dragon. But it becomes visible at the end. Kind of. Same but no, the reason that it's invisible is it was invisible in the original show. And it does save on budget. That's yeah. why it was invisible in the 60s. Fair enough. I thought it was just always off screen. No, I don't think so. I think... Mm. No. Yeah, okay. It was like Harvey. Harvey? The giant rabbit that Jimmy Stewart makes friends with in the film Harvey. Oh. Sorry. I was thinking of dragons still, so I was not thinking of rabbits. What about Pete's dragon when it's invisible? That's stupid. He has the head of a lion, the bum of a baboon. He sounds rather strange. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that proper language? I mean, not the no. baboon bum bit, no. no. I haven't watched the film in 20 years. You expect me to remember the lyrics? Oh. I only remember the ones to uh, Every Little Piece yeah, by um, Jim Dale and Red yeah. Buttons. <laughs> and I love that song up to it gets kind of racist it's the only scene you need though everything else about that film's kind of because that bit where he's talking about Yen and all of a sudden the music goes bah, 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 bah. Yeah. you go that's not cool uh, <laughs> oh. well it was, it was a different time it's funny. I mean it was the 70s <laughs> but still <laughs> oh. that film was made before I was born but still yeah Oh, so three point five out of five. That's what I say. Yeah, I'll give it a three. I I see. I can see why it wasn't picked up. Yeah, but it is kind of disappointing that it wasn't. But I could only really foresee it getting worse. I watched it in twenty twelve, and I've rewatched it once or twice since, and then again for this. So four times in eight years. Yeah, and it's. Enjoyable every time I watch it, mm. but you know, Brian Fuller needs to go either full comedy or full violence. I find. Yeah. I mean, his work on Hannibal is. Oh, it's, it's thing, I was expecting more it's laughs. A, it's a chef kissing his fingers. But yeah, I was expecting more laughs because mm. I wasn't really much. But I, I kind of did like what they were setting up. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. There's not more. Yeah. Eddie Izzard comes back for Hannibal, obviously. Mm. He's in Hannibal, yeah. He's one of the mm. many killers. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sure at one point he comes back and you realise that Hannibal's been cutting off Eddie Izzard's legs and feeding them to him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and Eddie Izzard is pretty <clears throat> chill about it. Wasn't that in one... Was, uh, was it? Well, the guy was cooking up bits of the guy's brain and feeding it to him. What was that? Well, that was Hannibal the movie. Yeah, okay. I that one. And that also yeah. happens in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Though I think it happens to... Morpheus. Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Who's one of the main guys in it, obviously. The team in Hannibal is really weird. You know, like, one of the main... CSI's is Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what a strange group of people. <laughs> Claire Dane's husband is the lead. Well, Hannibal's not yeah. the lead. That's Mads Mikkelsen, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no. Talking to Mads Mikkelsen, I've not played much more... I've been playing Death Stranding. I've not been playing much Death Stranding lately. <laughs> but... Here's a thing. That, I deliver parcels. Well, here's a thing that happened. I actually, I 
had a little break from it. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, I, I put this on Twitter as well, I was playing um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh-huh. Right, and it started raining in the game. I got fucking nervous and things. And I was like, oh, great. Death Stranding's giving me PTSD. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I better watch out because there's those things going about. And I'm like, no, it's a completely different game. There's not going to be dead people floating about trying to kill me. Oh, It does sound unlikely. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, oh um, it did turn out that I was fighting Mads Mikkelsen in World War One trenches. And then I fought him again later on after another weird time tornado thing. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> You finished the good place. Good place is over. No, no, I've not. It's so good. And you catch up on that as well. And I've not watched any more Stranger Things since I watched that first episode. I want to watch it again after watching that. I forgot how good it was. Uh, okay, I'm going to get to it. I will. Now, I, uh, as I I watched Keepo and the Wonder Beasts and finished the good place. And. Finished Arrow, the last ever Arrow was right. on. Yeah. And that was it, I think. It's still a busy week. Yeah. I don't really get to watch much TV. And when you start going, I oh, know I'm going to watch every episode of Kippo and the Wonder Beasts, yeah. even though there's only 10, and I instantly want more. Um. So, next week. We don't know. Cool. But they will, we'll because they'll read it in the title when it downloads. Oh, oh we're on Anchor now. So, pilot? Pilot. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my.